Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Welcome to They Talk, a good game. Everybody's favorite footy podcast. This week, a very special edition, I guess. It's the Easter the Easter show, <laughs> if that name's not taken. Um it's it's the Easter edition, and hence, uh, the, I guess, a, 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 an element of this episode is that um, we are in different locations because I'm away uh, on a bit of a Easter little holiday. Um, and Harvey, my co-host, hello, Harvey. Hello, yeah, I am back in Sydney. In, back in Sydney, enjoying the long weekend. It has been a great weekend of footy, and has. no, you're really containing your excitement at the moment because we are coming. Yeah. Fresh off the back of the Tigers' first win of the season. Yeah, recording mere hours after what it, what was, in my opinion, game of the season. Uh, it's, uh, I mean, I thought I thought that we'd seen game of the season this this weekend uh, for Storm v Sharks, and probably in terms of quality of footy and the teams, that probably was you know, the highest quality game of the year still. And I hope, and I, I'd love to see that as a potential grand final even. Yeah. But in terms of storylines coming in, in terms mm-hmm. of drama, in terms of the way the game folded out, in terms of my personal investment in the game, hands down, Easter Monday, it was an Easter Monday miracle. It was, you know, Madge, Madge's coaching career, Looked looked like it had it was it had been crucified and and <laughs> instead he's it, it's almost been resurrected. It's been resurrected with a, with a massive win against the Eels and honestly, it's a mix of emotions, Harvey. But one very strong one is just a feeling of um, how dare they, how dare <laughs> how dare the Tigers win that match and play well and. Fucking in a, in a season where I'm, you know, the last few weeks, if you've been listening to the podcast, you'll know that I've almost, I'd almost resigned to the fact that we're wooden spooners and that I can sort of let go of the emotion, the game day emotion a little bit and sit back and, you know, laugh at them almost even. And then to come out today, play the way they did, come away with a win against Parramatta, how, how dare they reel me back in. They have. That's make, it. <laughs> make me invested. Like next week, we go up against Souths, and I am now. I genuinely believe we can win, and I'll be disappointed if we don't. Where I was starting to go, out, you know, like against Sharks, I was already in a mindset of, you know, we're not going to win. It's just, you know, we'll see what happens. And then Eels, I was like, you know, we're, we're probably going to get fifty put on us. But then to come out, Jackson, it's the Jackson Hastings has earned himself, in my opinion, a life membership at the club right there. And then he's played he's played three games or so for the club. He's earned a spot in the Hall of Fame. Like the hope is the, back. The field goal was unbelievable to win it. He was steering the side around all game. He was a proper halfback. And I think, you know, Luke Brooks at 5'8 definitely looked an improved player because he looked he looked pressure free. He looked he's just 
He's just not a seven. I honestly don't think he can ever play seven again in his career. Like, it, it, he's not. And and that's not to say he's not a good player. I think he's like, it's like a it's like a miscasting. It's like a good it's like a yeah. good actor being cast in a role that they're not right for, and then that making them look like a bad actor. For like he, I thought great he was, analogy. Yeah, I thought he was a great five eight today next to Hastings, just being able to bark orders. Brooks didn't have to do any any of that. And then uh, when Jake Simkin went off injured, they shifted, uh, Jock Madden came on and mm. I think they made the exact right choice. Brooks played hooker, Madden in the six, Hastings seven. And I, and, and it, it looks like Simkin won't be, won't be fit to play next week. And, and whether or not I wouldn't even be bringing little back into the nine. I think keep Brooks at nine, have Madden at six, Hastings at seven. I just, I think, you know, oh my god, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just in love with Jackson Hastings. To be honest, it's so good to see I'm in love the with energy, him. the in... smiles back. <sighs> You're loving footy again, lot. I'm loving footy again. It looked like we were going to let that game go as well. It looked like it was going to be another one that got away. We had the lead, and then Eels made it twenty all. Mitch Moses missed the conversion from the sideline. And then even Eels had a shot at field goal before we did, and it could, they could have they could they could have won it. Like, if anything, you know, this game made me hate Mitch Moses a little bit less, and made me <laughs> made me feel like he was help you know helping out helping out our club a little bit, helping out his mate Luke Brooks just by just letting us have this one. Man, well, it's good. I think it's good for the competition. We don't it want is. a side dwindling down the bottom as no. some of the teams have done in recent years. The Tigers picking up their first win. It's a huge result. Hopefully it kickstarts the season. Some yeah. mammoth performances. Madge, is he going to rebuild the side off the back of this? Is well, his career you know, back I'll, on the right road? What I'll say is that Hastings being put back in the number seven jersey, right move. Yeah. Uh, so that's, you know, that's a tick in Madge's book. But al- almost it's... It's almost like a flow-on effect. Like, I feel like Hastings is the natural leader of this team. Yeah. The three weeks that he wasn't there was the worst footy that we played all year. We were actually competitive in round one when we had Hastings against Melbourne, in Melbourne. So, it, he's, he's clearly the leader of the side. He should be the captain. But whether he's the captain or not, doesn't matter. He's still going to be the leader on, on the field. And what you notice about Hastings is that in interviews, is that he really backs Madge and has a really good relationship with Madge. And so I feel like because Hastings was back in the side today in the seven and Hastings plays for Madge, it makes the other players play for Madge because they play yeah. for ha- they play for Hastings. You know what I mean? So it's kind of like mm. we've got an on-field coach sort of thing. I know it's been one match and it was, you know, it's been one match, one win, but it, it, there was promising signs out there today, and I can't, I can't, it's it's not something that I can say for what's been going on the rest of our season. No, exactly. <laughs> You've got to indulge yourself at these points in the year. I mean, Hastings, counting. an awesome performance. <laughs> Let's see if he can do it consistently week in week out. I think um, yeah, he's a new yeah. player from from the player that left Manly and off you know left the Roosters and left Manly and went to England. He's, he's I mean, a new he won player. the Man of Steel, which is a sort of Dalian medal over there. He clearly rebuilt himself and his craft and he's come back with confidence. He's come back with a bit more maturity and leadership, which you're talking about having that flow and effect to the rest of the players. And yeah, yeah if he's the star of your side from now on to the, for the rest of the year and moving forward, I don't think any Tigers fans going to complain. No, no. Uh, yeah. 
it, it yeah, hundred percent. Uh yeah, gosh, I, there's yeah, there's not much more I can say. <laughs> I'm just absolutely in love with Jackson Hastings. He's 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 worked his way up. He's definitely my favorite Tigers player now, but he's worked his way up probably into my top three players in the competition. I'd oh wow, that, that is that is a high benchmark. You know, um, yeah, but we should talk about some of the other footy that went on this weekend. We should Thursday <laughs> Do night. We, have we to? should. <laughs> Um, the Raiders, the Faders, let another faders, one go. Cowboys, yeah, go. excellent work by the Cowboys in the second half. They played. It's a testament to to the coach. I always feel when when a side is able to come back out in the second half and turn it all around. And I think yeah, Peyton's really getting something out of them. Jeremiah Nanai, friend of the podcast, uh, was yeah. uh, was in the try scorers books, and Cowboys look look. Look, the real deal. They look they like do. I think they're a top eight side this year. I really yeah. do. Val Holmes um, was very strong um, in centre. Um, yeah, they, I think that's they, a good move for them. We talked about that in preseason. It seems to be paying dividends. Indeed. Um, that extra sort of wide X factor player, a bit of a playmaker out there. He can do a lot with the ball, doesn't need yeah. much space. And they've got so much pace out wide now. Yeah, it's a bit um, concerning that, Concerning the Raiders' performances this year. Like, I, I thought. You know, I guess they still, yeah, they're still sort of lacking the seven. Very unfortunate to lose Jamal Fogarty like the way they did. But yeah, I don't know. I thought this year might be a promising, a more promising one for them. And they might be able to return to that sort of form of 2019. Yeah, it's interesting because they're a side that you would back most weekends, but their performances don't live up to that. Like, yeah, yeah. Against most teams, you'd say they're in with a chance. You don't think anybody's going to walk over them, but they're just not playing to their standard or to it's, their potential. It's a, it's a weird one because they, ha- it, you know, they're showing really like a, a good half every match at least, and you know, Whiten is playing very well, sort of as their as their chief playmaker. So it's it's it's, it's a tricky one. I can't quite put my finger on it, but credit no, I to think the Fogarty coming back. Yeah, it'll yeah. be a big one. Josh Adokar scored his first Bulldogs try in a losing effort against the Souths. <laughs> um, but yeah, Souths too good. Dogs, 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 dogs. Trent Barrett. Yeah. Same, old, same old, same old, same old. Panthers once again. I don't know who's going to beat them this year. Pro Their first loss. I can't see it coming until origin, origin, origin period, really. They'll have a lot of players out. Um I don't know who's got them in origin time, but they're very lucky no. team, whoever they are. Maybe yeah. it's us. Maybe it's the Tigers again. <laughs> well, fingers uh, crossed for you. Um, fingers crossed. Manly, oh, Harvey, I've got this Manly with the win against the Titans. Now, you know how last year Manly couldn't win without Tom Trebojevic and then they, yep. they could win with I think this year they can't win with Trebojevic and then they <laughs> and they, they can only win without him. So maybe the move is just keep him out of the team, let him focus on origin. That's maybe it. That's, yeah, maybe he's a rep player only. only. Doesn't play regular season. Only New South Wales Blues. Like Ruben Garrick's going well. You've got your young winger. Uh, what's his name? Um, Tui Palutu. So, Tui, Tui Palutu's Palutu. playing well. Kula played again. He's the young speedster coming through. But the one that stands out for me is Olakawatu. Yes. And in that second row, he's cementing that spot now. Oh, yeah. Our like real strike back rower. Um, we've had a number of back rowers through the years, and Schuster last year was probably outplaying him and outshining him. Um, but with Schuster missing to start the year, Olaquatu stood up. He's such an aggressive ball runner. He just attracts numbers. He gets the offloads away. He scored two tries this weekend. And he's the type of player that you can just trust to mm. run his line and fulfill his role each week. 
Defensively, yeah. he's really solid. Um, so he's been a real standout this year. And mentioning Schuster, it looks like he'll be back next week. So Schuster and Olakawatu in that back row, pretty deadly, I reckon. But a good win. Um, we sort of let them back into it in, in the second half, which was a bit of a shame. And it was a bit closer than it needed to be. But ultimately, yeah. it was our first half performance that got us over the line. And yeah, he definitely did. Didn't let fade them, away too let much. Them, let them back in quite, yeah, a lot of late tries from the Titans. But, you know, it was a comfortable win that got a bit got a bit close at the end. Yeah. Well, you know, we build off it. We, we keep going and on to next week. Play Thursday night against the Sharks, I believe. Yes. And uh, uh, so that'll be a close one. Final match, Super Saturday. It was a less Super Saturday this weekend because they had the Easter Monday match. So mm-hmm. only two games, uh, an all right Saturday. Um, Storm v Sharks. Did you? Yeah. Did you catch this one in full? Because I was watching it. It was like I caught the back un- end of it, but from what it looked like, the first half was insanely competitive, and the Sharks only making a couple of errors throughout the entire game. Their you know completion rate really high and everything shows yeah. how tough a side the Storm are to beat. I think. Yeah, I don't think 34-18 is an accurate representation of the sort of match that it was. It was so back and forth, and the Sharks really were just so creative in how they were able to, yeah, uh, you know, get through the Melbourne line because Mel- both sides even were defending really well. So for a, for a match to end up having 50-plus points scored total, it just shows how good the attack was and how creative those playmakers are for both sides. Yeah, and sure. as I, as I said at the start, I, you know, even though it would be a repeat of 2016, I'd I'd enjoy, I would very much enjoy a Storm Sharks Grand Final. I know that you might not want to see Storm there again, but I I, I would love to. These two teams are so exciting, and Nico Hines, Ryan Pappenhausen, two of my favourite players. Uh, you know, Cam Munster potentially in what could be his final game for the club, depending on how things go. He's been, he's <laughs> actually been, season. he's been immense. Yeah. He's been immense since the whole contract thing's been talked about with Munster. He's gone, to, so. he's gone to a new level. Well, yeah, I said it a couple of weeks ago. I think Storm are making a mistake if they don't prioritize resigning him. They need to give him what he's asking for. I know they're a club that runs their salary cap so tightly and they've got. You know, they think of the big picture so much, but I really do think he's, he's a generational talent that they can't afford to let go. Mm. And I think he's proving that each week. He's, yeah, he's got a bit of everything about him, right? There's yeah. not a weak part of his game. And when he's playing the way he is this, this week and then the last couple of rounds, it's just unstoppable. Yeah. So even a side running as hot as the Sharks, playing as well as they do, defensively, they've been really strong as well. He's just able to compose a, I wouldn't say a comfortable win for them, but there was never a doubt in the Storm side, I don't think, that they were going to roll over them eventually. Yeah. No, absolutely. Um, yeah. I, I, that being said, uh, how good would it be, you know, in, with the form that he's in and how good of a player he is, there is still that part of me that would, would love to see him uh, chief playmaker of the Dolphins under mm. Wayne Bennett every each like week in week out, I think Wayne would get. I'd the love best it. Out I just him. think it's a bad move for the Storm, but but yeah. for the game, I think yeah, it would be awesome. Yeah, absolutely. All right, uh, Easter Sunday. I didn't really catch much footy on Easter Sunday. I'll be real. Roosters beating the Warriors was expected, but it sounds like it was a much closer one than than anticipated. Yeah, um, Sam Walker again. I think had his 
I mean, showed his worth, showed his value. He's kicking really well. He scored a try. He orchestrates that side. Um, I think he was the difference, really. I know the Warriors playmakers are, are coming along nicely. Sean Johnson's still playing well. But the Roosters, they're just... They're, they're a machine, aren't they? They're a machine. They click got to be at your best to beat them. It's all happening. Um, and then got, in there the are some Knights... really good sides. The quality, the quality this year is really great. Like there mm. are, are multiple sides who are bringing it. Like Roosters, I think Roosters, Roosters. I mean, Roosters were shaky for the first couple of rounds, but in reality, you'd think Roosters, Storm, Cronulla, and Penrith. In my opinion, are four teams who haven't put a foot wrong yet this year. No. It, well, they, I guess <laughs> Roosters have put put. Yeah, foot but wrong. I think I think what but... you're saying is is they're clearly in the mix for the premiership. And yeah. then you've got teams like Parramatta and Manly, I'd say, who are stumbling a little bit, but could easily be in that conversation halfway Absolutely. through the season. Yeah. And then there are some surprise packets like the Cowboys, who who knows how well they can play yeah. this year. Who knows and where they even can end the Warriors, up. the Warriors as well. Um, even though they lost this week, but they they're another team that's in that realm in that conversation yeah, for sure. Two teams that probably need to lift were the Dragons and the Knights if they want to be playing finals. It was mm. left till late. It was a pretty close one. A sort of final minute try for the Dragons, getting them over the line. Um, you know, they had the one point field goal by Zach Lomax, who's stepping up again yeah. into another um, sort of key role for them. He's such a key player playing out at centre, but he, he does so much for them and he's a real strike weapon. Taking on the responsibility of their field goal kicker as well is pretty awesome for him um so who knows i i think he's a smoky to take latrell spot in the centers at um what come origin yeah potentially I him campbell graham's in the conversation burton obviously steve um, crichton steve crichton's there um jimmy the jet let's not even go there no um, um no. but i'll tell you something we are gonna do before we Move on to our next segment is as a bit of an Easter treat. Yes, we've got an because, Isaac clue for you guys. Well, because yes, because as as you're aware, we are recording remotely this week, so we don't quite have the time to 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 do our usual two episodes. So we've got to bulk this one up quite a bit, make it make it worth make it worth your while. So <laughs> between each element of today's footy chat, yeah, let's let's we've got we've each got a player that we're gonna do a bit of a Isaac clue on for the for That's the other right. person. So let's get straight into it. Before we get into fantasy and tipping champs of the week, let's give each other our first Isaac clues. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll hit you up first with your hit first clue. Hit me up. It's going to be tough from here, but should be able to name someone at least. Give it to me. This player's born in the year 2000 or later. Ooh. So 22 or younger. 22 or younger. Who is young? Who is young? <laughs> you know what I'm going to go for? Go for it. Dylan Brown from the Parramatta Eels. It is not Dylan Brown. Okay. Good okay, young superstar. Younger, younger than people expect him to be because he's been around for ages. We're not yeah, ages, a few years now and he's only 21. I, I was shocked when I found out that the other way. Yeah, he's uber talented. Okay. Um, for your first clue... Mm-hmm. This player, my, it's a similar sort of clue that I've got as my first one. This player was born on the 27th of March, 1990. 1990. So there are 30, yeah. 32, just turned 33. Exact birthday for you. Um, I'll go for Dane Gagai. Dane Gagai is in. 
correct. Mm, nearly, I think. <laughs> I have no clue. Um, I think Dan Gaga us. actually. I think Dan Gaga honestly matches up with a lot of the clues that I've got here. So. Wow! Wow! Well, is this doppelganger then? <laughs> um, All right, but. That's our first round done. We will go on to our fantasy and tippers of the week. Who are they, Harvey? Well, fantasy is a little bit predictable nowadays. Ben Sulis <laughs> is killing it. Well he done, Ben. He's got another score of 868, which is just unreal. Um, oh, my God. Look at this. His captain this week was Nathan Cleary, who got a score of, what, 90, 98. So he's ended up with this score. No, not even. No, wait. 186. 93, 93. It's unbelievable. Uh, and to have him, to choose him as your captain as well, successfully. Harry He's Grant a gun player. Had a great... um, but I'll tell you what the, the ultimate X factor is. He's ranked 16th in the world out of everybody playing the game. Oh, my God. Everyone. That. There are like 75, 80,000 people, I think. Maybe there's more total players. And he is 16th. We've got him in our competition. Go, you good. So if team. anyone can catch him, you you know you're going to be in the top fifteen in the world. Ben, and Hewis. I should correct that there are 168,402 people. Oh my so god! He is 16th best in the world. We ben, are blessed to have him in the league. If ben, anybody if, if can you catch are, him, Ben, if you are listening, if you if anyone listening knows Ben, uh, please tell him to get in contact with us just by like our Instagram page or like. Our emails in the podcast notes. Tell them to get in contact with us. I'd, I'd be, I don't know about you, Harvey, but I'd be interested in actually chatting to, them, to chatting to him on, on the podcast. I want to get him on. About, I want to about, know his secrets. About his, yeah, what, like, about who he supports, his, where his knowledge of the game started. I want to do a whole fan profile on him. Um, maybe, maybe he's got a background. Maybe he's won it before. Maybe, maybe this is an anomaly in his fantasy maybe, performances. Maybe he is. Maybe Ben Thewlis is actually a an alias, and he is actually Nathan Cleary. <laughs> <laughs> could be. Well, that well, would be a Craig, scoop for the podcast. He could, he could be Craig Bellamy, and he so he's actually a super coach. Like he actually he knows how to select a team. That's it. That's it. Uh, really learned wow. from learned from the best somewhere along the line. So if you're out there, Ben, get in touch. Get in touch. All right. And who was our tipping champion of the week, Harvey? I am glad you asked, Lockie. Very glad you asked because our tipster of the week was actually myself. Oh, Harvey tips better than Lockie. Tipping well, this... seven out of eight with a margin of four. And I'll tell you the interesting thing is yes. the one I got wrong was not the Eels game, which where everybody tipped the Eels because I backed the Tigers. I can't back the Eels as a Manly fan. I had to go for the Tigers. Yeah, just came through this I was going to say, don't act like you, you, you did it out of some tipping insight that you had. No. You literally just hate the Eels. It, did I think I mean, they would win? No. Like I know, that, I, know, yes. I know the Tigers won, but let's be real. That, that's a bad tip. <laughs> it's a bad tip. It's a bad tip. <laughs> but, but you still got it right. You need to tip badly to be tipper of the week because the one I got wrong was the Sharks. I backed them to get over the storm. It was uh, a close contest, to be fair. It could have so, gone either way in the end. That's but crazy. So if you, safe bet would all have you been had to, the storm. All you had to do was tip the storm at home and you've got yourself a perfect week. Yeah. yeah. But <laughs> regardless, regardless, tips of the week, I don't think it's you. ever happened before um, for myself throughout the, uh, the years we've been doing the podcast. So well it's a very proud episode for myself. 
And proud of you. I hope to build on this for next week. You know, you might be seeing me at the top of the oh, ladder might, next week Harvey, and moving forward. Let's get you on the podcast so I can pick your brain. And figure out <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you and Ben Fulis clearly peaks of each of your endeavors. So, oh, well, um, you know, if anybody wants to join in, all the codes are on the Instagram in the podcast notes. You know where to find them. But for now, we're going to take a quick break. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. And we are back. And uh, before we jump into this week's, uh, or like our reflection on predictions week and everything, a predictions league and everything to do with it, let's do our second Isaac clues. Um uh, uh, well, yeah, you want to go, go first, or you want me to go? I think you go first, just to keep it. Sure. To keep it. Uh, so, well, give me your first clue and second clue. You know that this player was born in the year two thousand or later. Cool. And now you also know that they have scored thirty-two tries in seventy-two games. Thirty-two tries in seventy-two games. That's that's pretty good strike rate. That's a pretty good strike, right? 32 from... I think there'd be a back. A position like maybe a centre. Not like a winger, but maybe like a centre. 2000 or later. Um, gosh, when was Steve Crichton born? Um, 70. That feels like the right amount of games. Yeah, I'm going to lock in Steve Crichton, Harvey. Good guess. But it's not correct. Uh, Feels like everybody in that Penrith side's younger than twenty. <laughs> Feel like a bunch of babies. Still well, I know. I know two the, grand yeah, finals. Well, I know that won a premiership. I know that Crichton is younger than like the Toto Luai Cleary sort of group. I know he's a few years younger than them. So I thought I, don't, I wasn't sure. Um, all right, who did I guess the first time as well? Who did I say? Oh, you went with Dylan Brown. Okay, Dylan Brown and Steve Crichton. Crossed off. Okay. Um, all right, Harvey. So for you, um, you know that your player was born on the 27th of March, 1990. You know yeah. that he is not Dane Gagai. I do. Um, and now you're about to find out that your player, or my player, I suppose, made his NRL debut for the Brisbane Broncos. Debuted for the Broncos. Back in the day. Hmm. 1990, debuted for the Broncos. 
He was born in the 90s. Well, he obviously didn't debut in the 90s. He'd have a 32-year <laughs> long career. Um, <laughs> Benji Marshall only debuted in 2003. So if there was someone from 1990 still going, that'd be pretty impressive. Just a little think. In fact, in 1990, had Andrew Johns even debuted yet? I don't think so. Jeez, nobody's really jumping to my mind. I'm going to think of some old guys. Broncos. Old, old, old Queenslanders. <laughs> Who's old? How old's Ben Hunt now? I don't think he's that old, is he? He's coming to the back end. Oh, no. 32, nearly 33. Or maybe just turned 33, hasn't he? March. Not that that helps. I do not know the birth months of any NRL player. Also, just just so you're aware, if they're born in March 1990, then they're currently 22 years old. No, 32 years old. Not 32, 30, not, not 33. Not 30. That's Because that would be 2023. Helpful, but not, not, yeah, not helping my... Um, my maths was whether off, a play, whether a player. It's not going to narrow down the pool of players I'm selecting from. You're not going to go. Oh, I was only thinking of players who are 33. I'll think of players who are 32. <laughs> Anyone jump into mind? I might just go Ben Hunt because he's the only one that's. I think he's younger than that, but I'll go Ben Hunt. All right, you've locked in Ben Hunt, mm. and that is correct. You've got it. <laughs> you've got it. Oh, I'm so glad I didn't talk myself out of that. Yeah, uh, when you were is talking, he really 32? 32, yeah. The dragon signed him at like age, well, how old was he? 29, 30? Wow. Yeah. Yep. Well, I, I, just for the sake of it, my next clues were going to be uh, that he won a premiership with the Brisbane Broncos. Um, my clue after that was going to be that he's now at a different club, which is his second, only second ever club. And yep. my final clue was going to be that. He has represented the Queensland Maroons on 11 occasions, having worn multiple different numbers on his back in that jersey. Wow. So. Well, anyway, big one. well done. It's uh, the opposite <laughs> in the games episode where I got it early and you were still going. Now it's the opposite. You get to, to test me. I've got I to do. Some young Shall players. we go on to let's, our predictions, though, before talk- we... Let's go talk, any more yes, please? let's talk predictions league. So uh, let's let's just go over what happened in round six and if anyone in the league got their prediction correct. So I'll start at the top of the ladder. Um, from our Patreon, Tim Ball uh, predicted that Rabbitohs v Bulldogs would end in a draw. Yep. That was incorrect. He received no points, but he remains at the top of our ladder on seven because... Harvey, your prediction was that three teams would go trialless and not a single team on the weekend went <laughs> trialless. Um, Too bold. So you got zero points, but you remain on four points and in second place. But now in third position, there's been a change. There's been a change of position. I was there, uh, but actually from our Patreon, Nikki has taken over. She's gotten her first ever correct prediction. Congratulations. Um, congratulations, Nikki. It was a prediction that was worth three points. So she is currently on three. Um, and the prediction was that three different players wearing the number nine would score a try. 
And Harvey, I think five players wearing number nine scored a try on the weekend. In fact, Damian Cook scored three, but oh. we didn't, and we didn't even count those as three. That was just one because he's just one player. Yeah. But uh, who was who scored? Uh, Jeremy Marshall King for the Bulldogs. Damian Cook, as I said. Um, Josh, Josh Starling for the Cam. No, Tom Starling for the Canberra Raiders. Yeah, Harry Grant got over for the Storm. Did Harry Grant get over for the Storm? Yeah. Yes, he did. So, yeah, Harry Grant um, and then Reed Marnie for the Eels today scored. So, um, well done, Nicky. And Andrew McCulloch for the Dragons. It was a, it was a weekend of hookers scoring. What a, what a <laughs> big show. Who would have um, thought? Who would have thought? So, Nicky's now in third and I am now at the bottom. Um, I've roasty, if, if he, pro- he didn't produce a prediction for us this week. So, I've taken him out of the rankings for Fair now. Play. But if he does, if he ever does predict again, then we'll put him back in the ladder for that week. We'll see, you know, yeah. we'll see what happens. But um, so I'm at the bottom. I predicted that Hines, Har- uh, Nico Hines, and Harry Grant would engage in some playful, playful on-field banter, and unbelievably, it was only worth two points. People really thought it was going to happen. <laughs> it it did not happen. Uh, I think just because of the intensity of the match, it was so intense. No time no, for banter. No, no time for playful banter. So I, I'm at the bottom of the ladder on one. But but the beautiful it's thing a long is season. every person, everyone in our predictions league is now off the mark. Uh, so it's we're well and truly underway. But uh, oh, make, good sure, to make sure you do join the Patreon because there's still time to 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 get in the We're still no one's hit double digits yet. It's still early days for sure. Right, Harvey. Well, before we go into our predictions for this coming round, round seven. Yep. I'm going to give you your third Isaac clue. Uh, I've already got it correct. I think you'll remember. Sorry, Sorry you're going to give I me. I will give you <laughs> your third Isaac clue. Sorry, <laughs> Are sorry. you ready? Uh, sorry, you're going to give me, yeah. So you know that this player was born in the year 2000 and later. You know that they scored 32 tries in 72 games. It is not Dylan Brown. It is not Stephen Crichton. And this player's yes. first name begins and finishes with the same letter. This player's first name begins and finishes with the same letter. Oh, that's so hard. How, <laughs> like, how am I going to have a guess? I actually have to think of, I feel like if anything, oh, okay, let me think of young players. Bradman Best doesn't fit the criteria. Um, uh, let's think, let's think clubs. Let's think. I reckon if you think of some generic names, it's not a particularly like it's crazy oh, name that's, Okay. If you think of some generic names, you might be able to narrow okay. it down. Okay, generic names that Bill, have Tom, <laughs> Jack. <laughs> Jack. They're good ones. None of these have what I'm looking for. Um, uh, Oliver, no. Um, Ryan, no. Nick, no. <laughs> it's great to see your list of generic names. <laughs> Sam is not. Sam doesn't fit. Boy's name that starts and finishes with the same letter. Harvey, Lockie, no. <laughs> Roasty, no. Um, oh, God. Mitchell, no. Gosh. Um, um, no, I can't do any research. Um, Elijah, no. This is so hard, man. Um, Sorry, do you want no. another clue to help you out? Although you're still going to be limited by this criteria because you know any any guess is, is going to be. This is so hard. Uh, 
I think once you get it, you'll you'll get it. Yeah, once is, I, is a pretty clear piece of advice I can give you. Once I think of someone who like has a name that starts and ends with the same letter, like surely I'm pretty much there. Matt Burton, no. Um, I think I think a lot of my other clues you'd get it straight away. Ooh, no. I was going to say Nathan Cleary, but he is he's older than. He'd be older than 2000. Um, Nathan, though. The name Nathan. 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 Oh, there's not really any Nathan Brown. <laughs> Nathan Brown wouldn't have scored that many tries. He's a bit older as well. He's also, he's also, he's also <laughs> quite a bit older. Nathan. No. Nathan, maybe it's not Nathan. Yeah. You know what? Give me the, Give me another clue. We're, we're, I'll, I'll help you out a little bit. By letting you know that their cousin also plays in the NRL. David Fafita. No. Hang on. Yes. Oh, <laughs> I thought you were going to change your mind. David. David Fafita. 32 tries in 72 games. I was a bit surprised looking at that. That's an insane strike rate for a second rower. Honestly, I, I was thinking of centers. I was thinking of halves for a second rower. That's awesome strike rate. And I didn't even realize he was born post-2000. He is still so young. Yeah. Oh, huge. Oh, man. Also, he's six foot five. You know that? I knew he was a big kid, but six foot five is ginormous. If you told me, if you gave me the clue that he's six foot five, I would have almost ruled him out because I thought I would be thinking of players like Azayo, Nelson, um, like six yeah, foot the, five. The giants of the game, but he, he fits in just because he's not fighting in the middle of the park up against those big boys. You forget how big he is. Oh, and... my God. He's huge. Yeah. Mobile as well, but. We don't need to get into him. Wow. Congratulations. Thank you. Dave Fajita. Got it right. So, yeah, the cousin thing. Because the only cousins I can really think of in the NRL are the Fafitas. Um, yeah, I don't know who else. That helped. That helped. Predictions. Shall we get into it? Predictions. Yes, Harvey. Uh, what's, what is your prediction for round seven? Well, looking at it, I think there's going to be a number of close games. I think... I think it's a competitive comp now. Now that we don't have a clear wooden spooner in the Tigers. Oh, well, now now it's the Bulldogs who are the clear wooden spooners. I'm not sure. I think, <laughs> no. I think it's just as tight who's going to be the wooden spooner is, is who's going to win the premiership. Um, but Maybe this the week, Faders. The Faders. No. The Faders could end up down there. That would be a shame. That would be a shame. Anyway, I think anyway. this week there will be three games decided by one point or less. Three games decided by one point. Or so not necessarily golden point, a late field goal to decide it, perhaps. Final no. result, one point, the difference between the two sides. So even like, yes, a draw, a draw counts as as this prediction. Yeah, one point um, or less. That's less draw, zero draw. is less than one. All right. Yeah, you went to school. Well done. Okay, so I'm looking, <laughs> I'm sitting on the bottom of the predictions league ladder. I'm looking mm-hmm. for... I'm looking for a correct prediction more so than a bold prediction at the moment. Yeah. And so I've got, um, it's based on, it's, it's, it's Tigers related. I'm making predictions based on the Tigers again, and it's positive Tigers related. Who would have thought? Um, so today the Tigers started the match with Luke Brooks kicking goals and conversions. And I, think that was a very stupid move because he's not a very good goal kicker and <laughs> Jackson Hastings has a career kicking percentage of over 80%, uh, which is better than some of the other regular, a lot of the other regular kickers in the comp. Eventually they, 
after Brooks missed a couple and the game was in the balance, they 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 made the right call and sacked Brooks from goal kicking and gave it to Hastings, just like they sacked Brooks from the number yeah. seven. They're giving his whole career right now to Hastings. <laughs> um, but Hastings slotted one beautifully from the sideline and it went a long way to us winning the match. And against Souths this weekend, I've got Jackson Hastings to kick 100% of conversions or penalty goals. Not going to miss Beautiful. any. Not going nice. to miss any. If there he doesn't go. take any, if he goes scoreless, no penalties, or he doesn't I'll, kick, what no, are you going to no, no, I'll say that he has, he has to, to kick one. He has to kick at least one. To, for it to, yeah. you know, if, we don't, if we don't score any tries or don't get any penalty goals, then I've gotten the prediction wrong. So I'm backing us to score at least a try or at least get a penalty goal and for him to kick 100% yeah, from Nate. that point on. Well, but I also think that we will be scoring. I, you know, this isn't my prediction, but... No, but go on. I, uh, I think that I might actually be, for the first time this year, I might actually be backing the Tigers in the tipping this week against oh. Souths. Against Souths. It's a huge call. It's a huge call. Well, it paid off for me this week, backing them against the Eels. <laughs> So maybe yeah. you should follow suit. Maybe I would think I will. Uh, you know, <laughs> not not for reasons of spite against the Rabbitohs, just out of actual belief. Look at that! Look at they've reeled me in. I'm in bloody invested. You are. You're back How in. dare they? Why must they? <laughs> Honestly, I'm mad at them for winning. Like I was happy to just go go about this year nonchalantly, not give a shit about the the scores on the weekend. You know what? It talk just talk from almost a non biased perspective. But I'm now so invested and I want us to keep winning and it'll hurt if we lose next week. And that sucks, but I also well, love it. I'm so glad to be back. Exactly. That's <laughs> the pain of rugby league. It is. I, that's it, why we love it. Beautiful feeling, but also a horrible feeling. And that's why we keep coming back for more. And I think, Harvey, on that note, unless you've got anything else you want to say, I think it's, time, it's time to say... Bye-bye! When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. 
That's stamps.com. Code program.